Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, which shares stories of spiritual awakening, spiritual communication, healing energies, miracles, and a way to know and use your intuitive abilities for a healthier and more purposeful life journey. Today I welcome Kristen Grace McGarry, author of The Ketogenic Cure, Heal Your Gut, Heal Your Life. And uh, Kristen Grace is a holistic healthcare practitioner who will shed light on the importance of functional blood chemistry analysis to discover what's really going on in your body. Hello, Kristen Grace, and thank you for joining us on Healing From Within. You know, as a Reiki master teacher and medium, I have long been aware that almost all illness or dysfunction begins at the gut level, and healing must begin at that level and from within. So thank Mm. you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, Kristen Grace, as listeners of Healing From Within are well aware My guests and I share intimate experiences and insights into the metaphysical world, both energetic and physical life, to find a connection or a balance to understand true healing, mind, body, and spirit, and not merely attend to physical ailments or disturbances. The cause of all illness lies within and must be discovered and then released. In today's episode, Kristen Grace will tell us about functional blood chemistry analysis and what she calls the ketogenic cure, a diet program that can heal your gut and heal your life. We will learn more about autoimmune disorders and how to treat them, especially since she has recovered from Hashimoto's disease, which is an autoimmune disease. We will discuss glutathione and how it can hold back the years and promote positive aging. Kristen Grace, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood or their earlier life and remember a person, place, event, or dream that may have shown them or other people the lifestyle or work and interest they would pursue as an adult. Mm-hmm. I get the most wonderful answers to this, <laughs> to this question. <laughs> well, when I was two years young, I borrowed my aunt's stethoscope, and I was taking the pulses of my grandmother on her forearm where the Tibetan doctors take pulses. My first thought was that I would be helping people in this way, that I would be some kind of doctor, some kind of facilitator and empowering people to heal in some way. I just always knew that. And I have a picture of me holding this stethoscope and taking my grandmother's pulses on her forearm uh, in the <laughs> clinic, and it's, it's been with me for a long time. Well, you know, I can hear it in your voice that you knew you were here to bring happiness and um, more awareness of who we really are and to help people get past the pain and suffering that is often put upon themselves just because they don't have 
the knowledge or remembrances of mm-hmm. the whole package or the whole story yeah. of life. So uh, that's that's wonderful. That's a wonderful exactly. story. Now let's go on to tell something about functional blood chemistry analysis and how important it is to revealing health issues and or a preventative process that would individualize a person's health plan. Because we know in modern medicine, Western medicine, you know, doctors are forced to follow a prescribed plan. First they do one drug, and if that doesn't work, the next one, and so down the line. So they're doing what they have to do, but you found a different way. So tell us something about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll speak first to what you just said. This prescribed plan that doctors use is based on a standard of care that they're bound to by law. So when they see certain markers are off, they have to treat everyone the same, and they have to deliver a medication or a particular treatment based on those results because they're bound to this standard. And that standard is valuable sometimes, um, but most of the time it ignores our individuality and it ignores the root causes. Functional health care, functional which and functional blood chemistry analysis is a piece of functional medicine and functional health care, is a very specialized, cutting-edge technique in both ordering and analyzing a lab. When we're ordering a lab or I'm working with other doctors to order a comprehensive lab, I'm looking at close to 70 markers plus a urinalysis. A regular lab at your annual doctor's visit or your naturopath's visit may only render 10 to 30 of those markers. But without the rest of them, it's only giving you a tiny piece of your health picture, if that. I see it as a 10,000-piece puzzle. This is your health. And if more than half of those puzzle pieces are missing, it may be difficult to discover what the picture really is. You might be guessing. Well, yeah, Mm. unfortunately, a lot of guessing goes on. You know, a a lot of symptoms mimic many different situations or physical causes. And, uh, you know, we're only human, and we only have so much knowledge. And uh, I think when you put together uh, the ancient science from the West and the East, and you bring it all together, you're working with a more complete package of tools and ways to treat people because health is about the mind, body, and spirit. It's not just about the physical body. And and many, many doctors tend to want to stay within that framework. And they we must find the cause because if we don't rid ourselves of the cause, uh, the medicines are only they're covering up symptoms, but they're not getting exactly. to the root cause. So you, you and I as holistic healers know this is very, very important. And little by little, it is filtering out into all areas uh, of care for people. So yes. we, we are coming the distance at this point. So where can people go for this special type of testing you're talking about? 
if the doctors are not doing it? Right. Well, it depends. Certain functional health care providers are doing it. But ordering a particular number of tests isn't enough. It's the interpretation that begins to bridge the gap between the mind, body, and spirit. It begins to identify the actual root causes rather than just masking symptoms and playing guesswork. And so the interpretation is based on whole different reference ranges or reference intervals than what is commonly seen on a regular lab. And our reference ranges in functional health care are based on health, whereas the reference intervals on a regular lab are often very outdated or based on people who weren't even well in the first place. So if you fall within normal in a group of people who are mostly ill or mm. have imbalances, right. then that normal isn't good enough. There are probably, and very commonly, subclinical challenges going on that could be properly addressed through mind-body-spirit work, mm. nutrition, lifestyle, unconscious patterns, trauma, stress. And these can be addressed before a disease pattern strikes. And that's where functional health care, functional blood chemistry analysis can really be a lifesaver. I think you just mentioned some of the eight uh, essentials for optimum health. Could you tell us what are the eight essentials for optimal health? Sure. Water, food, rest. And rest, rest and sleep are similar, but they are, they're not exactly the same. Exercise. So movement practices that are appropriate for what's going on inside your body, not just um, guessing that Qigong is best for you or guessing that yoga is best for you or guessing that riding the bike for three hours is best for you. There are actual ways through functional health care and uh, functional medicine and genetic testing and functional blood chemistry analysis to really individualize exercise plans based on what really is good for you. And, you know, I skipped over water kind of quickly, but I'm curious if you know how much water is best for someone. I'm guessing you do because of your profession, but I'm wondering if your listeners know. Well, let's tell them. I mean, some people suggest eight bottles or perhaps eight glasses a day, uh, but that could be too much for some people because, as yeah. we say, everyone is an individual, and we have to find what's right for you. So what would you suggest? Yes. So you take your body weight in pounds, and you divide it by two. And that's the amount of spring water, not reverse osmosis water, not distilled water, not any fancy, uh, you know, gimmicky water, but real spring water, living water. That's what you need if you're a couch potato. If you <laughs> exercise or have tea or you drink a, or you take a pharmaceutical, then guess what? You need more. So that's, that's a, Water is a big a big one for people, and I see this on labs all the time where people say, hey, I've been drinking so much water, but I still see 
that they are dehydrated. You know, it's funny you say that because when I went to my doctor a couple of weeks ago, she said to me, oh, I can see you're drinking enough water. Because sometimes when I would come in, she would say, oh, you need to drink more water. She's very intuitive, so I I got a kick out of how you just said that. So that was funny. Now, you, you mentioned Ken Wilber's integral map, a qual, to help you better understand your spiritual center of gravity, lines Mm -hmm. of development and underdevelopment, stages and levels of evolution, and therefore to begin life practices that fully embody your intentions. I don't know much about that, but I found it very interesting. So can you tell us something about Ken Wilber's plan? Mm. Well, Well, Ken Wilber is a prolific a writer and there's so much he's written and some of it's a little heady and some of it is easier to digest and his work is fantastic and it looks at basically it's a road map for human development and it's forever evolving there's no end point of development and he has a very interesting and well laid out map of that development and it's beautiful because it allows us to begin to shine light on our blind spots. It begins to help us better understand and learn about ourselves, which I think is very important for the mind-body-spirit connection and our physical, emotional, mental, psychological health. If we believe, hey, we just already know it all, I figured my whole life out, uh, everything's great, but then we have symptoms of stress in our life or in our bodies or in our relationships, then we know, hey, there's some there's some more growing. There's some more evolving. Perhaps there's a shift from an old paradigm to a new paradigm. There's an expansion of our worldview. And Ken Wilber has a beautiful map to facilitate us to go deeper in ourselves and how we show up in the world and in our relationships. Excellent. That's what I wanted to hear. Now, Christian Grace, I I know you individualize each session, and you have a lot of tools that you're working with that I'm very impressed with because I've studied some of these different modalities. Uh, You give many options, like acupuncture and Asian medicine, advanced craniosacral therapy and somato-emotional release. Tell us some more of the different things you're working with. Hmm. Well, I'm also trained in homeopathy and biological medicine. I'm trained in nutrition and lifestyle guidance. I'm trained in something called the Lifeline Technique by Dr. Darren Weissman, which is a quantum philosophy and technique for working with unconscious patterns that may block us. And I'm I'm trained in Reiki and flower essences and mm. sound healing. I use singing bowls and tuning forks and voice and it really just depends on the person. Um, I'm trained in functional healthcare, functional medicine. I really like to bridge the gap between Eastern philosophy and the healing arts 
and Western medicine and functional health care so that people can utilize their physical body as a doorway to accessing their spirit. I think and that's... even working with ancestors, you know, working yes. even with a lineage and family constellation work and bringing that the lineage and anything that's been um, that's incomplete or has been put on our shoulders that we've taken on for our lineage, we can work with in many different ways, and that's something I also add. Well, I think you're amazing. You have uh, crossed so many different boundaries, and 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 you're bringing it all together. And I think that is the way to the future for medicine and for practitioners to be aware of all of these different modalities. So even if you cannot uh, provide it yourself, you can send the person for it. Because I believe yeah. we need it all. I believe each of us is here to experience so much. And when we don't find relief in one way, it might be that a different modality would be better for us. So we should try it all, not limit ourselves to one way. And I think that's great that, that you're aware of and practicing so many of, of these different healing arts. Now, let's go on to we know that what we think often manifests as thoughts that have real consequences. And what we ingest creates either a state of health or perhaps not. So let's talk about food as medicine. Tell us about your book, The Ketogenic Cure, Heal Your Gut, Heal Your Life. And you said, shed out a lot of different um, um, processes here. The keto gut repair, and then you have paleo and primal, and you have um, the vegan diet, and the difference between vegan and vegetarian, raw food. So tell us a little bit something about this. Mm. Well, the book title was actually just changed, so it's called Holistic Keto for Gut Health, a program for resetting your metabolism. Very and interesting. Good. Yes. Yeah, I'm really pleased with the with the new change, and the, the publisher is excellent, and we're working on the cover, and it'll be out this year soon actually and then my second book is already at the publishers as well and that's on functional blood chemistry analysis so there's a lot of excitement around food and and these books coming out and food is medicine I believe that it's not only what we eat but it's how we digest it break it down and absorb it that can really make the difference if we're eating foods and we think we're doing a great job with organic and splitting raw and and cooked foods up in certain ways and combining things and we think wow we're really on it if we're not able to properly break down that food and absorb the nutrients then we're not getting the benefit of our efforts well and is so part of mm -hmm, go ahead. yeah Kristen grace doesn't uh, your blood testing sort of determine what would be best what plan a person should follow so that they could best digest and benefit from the food? As you say, if you do a little of this and a little of that and it's not right for you, you're not really going to help yourself. So does your exactly. blood testing help that determine yes. for you what plan would be best for a person? Yes, it does. Yes, yes. 
which is one of the reasons I'm I'm so passionate about sharing it with people and empowering people because knowledge is power. Absolutely. And yeah. when you have knowledge, you you're an informed consumer and you can make choices that are appropriate for you. Right. Well, let's get on to something else. I am aware that you have had an autoimmune disorder and uh, you had difficulty finding a way uh, to help yourself. So please share with us what you have learned about autoimmune disorders and how to treat them and about your recovery from Hashimoto's disease. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I was very, very ill in my early 20s and was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. And it was my first introduction to functional blood chemistry analysis, but it was with someone who was very new and didn't quite um, have enough experience under uh, their belts to, to find all the nuances in my blood. But they did help quite a bit, and I began to heal. And I uncovered a lot of different pieces of that healing through many of the modalities that I now share and then about 10 or 15 years later, I developed symptoms again, but they were different and worse. And I realized, uh, looking back, that the fibromyalgia may have been precursors to autoimmune for me, for my body. And I didn't understand what was going on at first, and I went from doctor to doctor and even natural doctor to doctor and even osteopath and naturopath and the best and the best in this country and Europe, and no one could really find answers for me. And when I began studying functional blood chemistry analysis and someone had their thinking cap on and they tested my antibodies and they were through the roof antibodies for my thyroid. And that meant an autoimmune disease. And with that knowledge, I could then begin getting to the root of immune dysfunction. And I did. You know, let me just share something with you here. My son was diagnosed with, I'm listening to you and I'm learning a lot. Uh, My son was diagnosed with um, diabetes at 22, right? Mm -hmm. And at the same time, they found that his thyroid was... Uh, thick or a little Mm. hard Mm -hmm. and you talk about the importance of a full thyroid panel and uh, I think is that one way that you were able to find out what was happening and how to improve whatever medication you needed or whatever diet you needed to change and and let me share this with you Uh, my mother-in-law had fibromyalgia and she also had uh, some breathing issues. So it might have been she had an autoimmune a propensity towards that, and perhaps my son's situation came from that, you know, a, a g- genetic type of predisposition. Mm-hmm. It's hard to know. It's hard to to understand that until I would see a full lab. Right. But even genetics are not um, indicative of having a disease. So we can have genetic predispositions, but those genes don't need to be turned on. 
and the genes don't need to be activated. So lifestyle and nutrition and stress level and trauma and all these different things, toxins in our environment, it's called the field of epigenetics. And these things, these factors are variables for how our genes express themselves mm-hmm. or even change. There's there's evidence that genes can change so we're not necessarily sentenced by our genes. And it's true, autoimmune is very prevalent and pre-autoimmune. So autoimmune diseases are really um, front and center in, in Western medicine right now because so many people are presenting with pretty significant symptoms. But what's so beautiful is there are predictive antibody tests. We can actually be testing people to find out if they have autoimmunity before they have a full-blown disease. So we can begin addressing immune dysfunction way before someone may have debilitating symptoms or a disease diagnosis. And that's very interesting to me because this really is prevention and empowerment. Yes, that's the route we want to take uh, as much as possible. Because perhaps if I had known certain things about my son's, you know, condition before it became full-blown, we could have, you know, headed it off. One is never, you know, we're not, we can't look back. And I believe whatever Mm -hmm. we're given to deal with, we will deal with to the best of our ability and find ways to live a very joyful, fruitful life. So I, I don't really worry about anyone telling me, well, I have this and they want to be a victim and they want to, you know, be thought of as less than. No one is less than, and everyone has the opportunity to improve their condition and find a way forward. You know that, and I know that, and I want our listeners to know that. So it doesn't, I, I don't even like labels. I don't even like names. I just like dealing with the way to change what we're doing and to develop preventative ways yes. before well, it even diet, happens. Yes, exactly. You're right on. And diabetes is not a, a lifetime curse either. I have a patient who has completely reversed diabetes. Her blood sugar started at 300, and the other day she called me excited because it was 68. And she has gotten completely off. We worked with her doctor, and she has gotten completely off of all of her diabetic medication. And her doctor said, nope, you cannot reverse diabetes, but she has. And um, so it is possible. It is possible. You never know. I interviewed an author, Dr. Emma Martin. Her show will be coming out soon on, on, you know, Healing from Within. And she Mm -hmm. also was a type 1 diabetic from the time she was 10. And she has studied healing, all different modalities, and she manages it so it's almost non-existent beautiful so so anything can be done and we're learning new things all the time now you mention i'm interested in this glute it's hard for me to say that glutathione that's it glutathione okay and how it can promote positive aging and where Mm -hmm. would you find this and how should it be used yes glutathione is one of the mothers of antioxidants So one of the challenges why some people age faster than others is because they have increased uh, oxidative stress or free radical damage in their bodies. So 
consuming more antioxidants can be incredibly beneficial and help people um, slow the aging process and make it more gracefully from the inside out. And glutathione is best delivered through an IV push or second best is a liposomal delivery system, which is a special molecule in which the glutathione sits. And this molecule is made of a fat, is a fat molecule, and it goes directly into the cell wall if it's small enough. One of my uh, favorite brands is Quicksilver Scientific. Dr. Chris Shade is the, the creator of Quicksilver Scientific and the creator of liposomal glutathione that is really, really superior. And I use it myself. I use it with my patients. And it really can help us uh, ease more gracefully through the aging process. Absolutely wonderful to know. Now let's talk about for a moment the many food sensitivities and chemical and toxic exposures as well as environmental allergies which so many people are suffering for. And that's why my voice at the beginning of the show was a little raspy. Uh, I uh, am having a little bit of an allergy attack. Um, Mm -hmm. So can you make any recommendations to add to this often debilitating set of circumstances? And many, many people are suffering nowadays. Mm. Well, food sensitivities and allergies actually go hand in hand. And I have a new holistic health guide on my website that talks about allergies and food sensitivities and how they're related. And it gives like gobs and gobs of information, foods to eat, foods to avoid, tests to do, Um, It's really chock full of information. But for this show, what I would say is find someone who's really doing functional health care and get tested. Not all tests are created equally. Scratch tests or skin tests for foods or environmental allergens will only test a histamine response in your body, which is one aspect of your immune system reacting. But most food sensitivities are not histamine-based. And the lab that I trust the most is Cyrex Lab. And you would have to eat certain foods for a certain period of time and then get your blood tested at a certain period of time. It's, it's, it takes a practitioner who really knows what they're doing to guide someone through that. So that would be my second recommendation next to my health guide. And I do speak to all of that and even give some more details in the health guide. But there are common foods, food sensitivities, that can trigger environmental allergies. So when you have an environmental allergy, it is a sign of immune dysfunction. And the best way to repair that is to repair the gut to modulate the immune system, balance it again. Well, and as we started off saying at the beginning, everything yeah. starts in the gut. And I've been saying that to many people yeah. for years. And it's just a way, to, you know, there are many ways to find 
out how to help yourself, but you do need skilled and very advanced people who are working with these concepts, and you're one of them. So I want to thank you, Kristen Grace McGarry, for discussing alternative ways of testing and establishing guidelines for individual wellness plans and working to help people via diet, reduction of stress, proper evaluation of potential health challenges, and offering so much information on utilizing energy medicine supplements and natural approaches to heal immune disorders and create a more healthy way to live well. For more information, go to kristinmcgarry.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, we have talked about a path that often leads to a new understanding of life in its multidimensional aspects, health, and how to create the best version of ourselves beyond emotional, physical, or spiritual challenges, which often help us avoid an excessive use of medication, perhaps, and or surgery, which we know comes with many side effects. Of course, awareness of energy and who we are as spiritual beings having a physical life is always the first step to awakening and to finding the magnificent intuitive guidance system that lies within each of us and which offers us keys for knowing how to proceed in many situations and how to make good choices. Kristen Grace and I would hope, after discussing so many modern ways to approach dealing with any health situation, you would begin to merge the wisdom of past cultures, Eastern and Western lifestyles with allopathic medicine and good health directives to live your most dynamic and well-balanced lifestyle, incorporating simple but often effective and powerful changes. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing From Within, and I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to hear medical practitioners, neurosurgeons, psychologists, scientists, spiritualists, energy healers, attorneys, educators, and those in indeed all areas of life discuss ways to improve the quality of our personal and collective life patterns. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.